we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Resolving things in 20 and 17. The definition of resolution. There are four definitions and each one of these definitions are applicable to what we're going to talk about today and what you should be doing at the beginning of this year. Resolution. The first definition is a firm decision to do or not to do something. It's my resolution to do or not to do something. Number two, the action of solving a problem, dispute or contentious, con- contentious matter. Solving a problem, that's a resolution. Bringing a resolution to it. Bringing an answer. Resolving a problem. Number three, the passing of a discord into a concord during the course of changing harmony. I wish I could have had PJ or Kwamana, somebody up here. They could play something abstract. They could play like an abstract progression And you'd be like, what in the world? And then at the end, they bring it all together into a resolution and resolve it. When we're playing, you know, at the end of service and we, you know, we get to the end and we, you know, hold that thing at the end. uh, And then we hit the last note. uh, That's a resolution. We brought it. We brought it to a concord. Okay, but before it was discord. Does that make sense? So it was abstract or whatever. It was discord. We brought it to a concord or to a resolution. We resolved it. One time or a couple of times, we just left it on that, and all y'all felt like y'all was hanging. Y'all ran up there and said, man, y'all, you, y'all left us hanging. We didn't resolve it. You see what I'm saying? So it needs to be brought to uh, a concord. So the passing of a discord into a concord during the course of a change in harmony is bringing it to a musical resolution. Number four, the conversion of something abstract into another form. So when something is abstract or you, you can't really understand it or whatever, when it's made plain, it's brought to a resolution. Does that make sense? Remember the old TV? They used to have a knob that said resolution on it. They don't have that no more. Old TV had a knob that said resolution. You flip to a certain channel, you'd be like, man, I can't understand nothing. I, I can't even see it. You got to turn the resolution button. And the resolution would take that abstract and make it to where you can understand it. Does that make sense? All right, so these are the four definitions of resolution, and we're going to talk about all four of these, and then we're going to let you go and watch the Cowboys. A firm decision to do or not do something is a resolution. In order to overcome a struggle, you must end the struggle. Can I make that any plainer than that? In order to overcome... People text me, man, I'm addicted to to, to drugs. Stop. I'm addicted to pornography. Turn it off. But I just want to do. Then I can't help you if you just want to. The whole point in stopping is you don't want to no more. Why do we make this so complicated? They bring folks up to the altar. Come out. Come out. That ain't got nothing to do with them doing what they want to do. You'll be in there all day. They growling and vomiting and everything. They're going to go home and do what they want to do. If they hadn't changed their mind about what they was doing, they're going to go right back to it. They changed their mind about it. They're not going to do it no more. The person that didn't come up and didn't bark like a dog was sitting in the audience and decided, I don't want to do that no more and stopped. I know folks that left the crack house, said, I don't want crack no more, and never use it again. They didn't float on the ceiling and just glide all through the air. 
didn't have to happen? Do you want to stop? Because most of the time when folks do all that growling and all that junk, they usually go back. Because they think that it was what was in them that was making them do it. Am I preaching? Yeah, they blame the devil. It was the devil in me making me want to do it. And then once the devil's out, they say, I still want to do it. It's because it wasn't the devil. It was your flesh. As long as you got flesh, you're going to want to do it. But you tell your flesh, I'm not going to do it. That's how you end the struggle. Man, I just preached in here. Folks say me all the time, Doc, I need some, I do, I need your, see, you heavy, brother. You heavy in the word. You know your stuff, man. I need some deep wisdom. Can't nobody help me. I got some dark, deep things in me. And I, I man, get away from me. I'm scared. I'm, I, me and my wisdom is scared. Brother, where are we going with this? What are you about to tell me or try to do to me? It's deep and it's dark and it's deep, deep, bruh. <laughs> got nothing to do with no demon that's you and your will you doing what you want to do you must stop doing what you are doing in order to stop doing it how you gonna keep doing it and stop first every year that's it that's it that's the last 40 last 40 i'm a sneak how you sneak 40s everybody saw you go get that that's 40 ounces. That's a big bottle. That's it. The last one. A couple of weeks later, man. Man, I want a 40. Well, if you go get it, then you're going to get it. So don't go get it and you won't get it. There's nobody that's sinning that don't want to sin. You're sinning because you wanted to. You made a choice to do it. Because there are times when you're not doing it. You don't have the 40 in here. I hope not. You have, look, somebody say, you have control. You, have, you just have to decide, okay, this is it. I'm going to stop. And when you keep it on that level, when you keep it on the level that you know that it's you and your decision, then it's not hard. It gets hard when you think other forces are penetrated. And man, when I was young, I got whipped too much and didn't have my mama to hug me. So that makes me more likely to go hug some prostitutes. But that ain't got nothing to do with no. (laughs) Amen. The reason why people cannot stop doing what they want to stop doing is because they really do not desire to stop doing it. I could just let us out right there. No, we could just end service. Man, but I want to stop. No, you don't. Because when you want to stop, guess what you're going to do? Stop. You wanted that shirt you have on. What did you do? You went and bought it. You wanted them shoes, didn't you? You wanted that house. You want those cars. You want everything you have, you want it and went and got, right? Yeah. So the sin that you want, it's because you want it and you want to do it. When you're ready to stop, guess what you're going to do? You're going to Stop. You know, and I love the upbringing I had, the holiness church. They did the best they could and with the information that they had and all that. But uh, just a couple of things, especially this thing right here. They would say, you know, you, know, you, you, you don't have the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost will stop you from doing it. Oh, my goodness. That is not true. I have the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Ghost has never stopped me from doing anything ever. Holy Ghost, like, oh, you want to do that? All right, go. You don't want to go to hell. I'm in heaven. Hey, man, we don't need those antics. Just look at somebody and say, just live right. The power to end a struggle comes from God and his wisdom, not our own. Did you hear that? The power comes from his wisdom. 
So God will give you ways to stay away from certain things. He'll give you, the Bible says he'll give you a way of escape. The problem is, it's too noisy around you, you can't hear him. But in order to hear from God and put our bodies in a position to obey him, we must deny our bodies certain privileges. Amen. Certain things that feel too good, you got to stop. And mostly that's food. And that's why fasting is the biblical way to tame our flesh and end struggles. Get hungry enough, you'll stop doing some stuff. You will overcome certain things if you get hungry enough. Colossians 3 and 5. Then put to death your bodies, which are of the earth. Wrong use of the flesh, unclean things, passion, evil desires, and envy, which is the worship of strange God. Look at, the, look at somebody say, put them to death. Put them to death. To kill your flesh, you starve it. You starve your flesh. Amen. A, a, a killer wolf will be your friend if he get hungry enough and you got something to eat. A honey badger will be your pet if he get hungry enough. Now, once he eat, he's going to whip your tail. Y'all ever see those? Oh, Google that. Oh, my goodness. A honey badger? It's the meanest animal. A honey badger, that's, that's down south. Up north, they're, they're wolverines. It's the same animal. They, man, about that big, and be whipping big stuff. Just angry. Oh, it's such an angry animal. <laughs> but he you'll be able to feed be your friend hey now don't worry about these six inch claws i can i have some <laughs> but here you go so does he eat it <laughs> you just <laughs> but a firm decision to do or not to do something that is a resolution okay y'all got that right number two the definition of rev resolution i be want to say revolution the action of solving a problem, dispute, or contentious matter. When solving most problems, one must first understand the origin of the issue. Amen? You can't keep throwing the 40 down and breaking it. That's the last one! No, there's a reason why you've said that 50 times. Why do you keep going back to the 40? You need to find the origin of the issue. Understanding why a problem exists is the key to resolving it and moving forward. You've made the same resolution for 10 years and it never came to a resolve. The reason why is because you are trying to put a bandage over a serious wound. That wound needs surgery. It's enough bacteria and junk that's gotten in it. You can't cover it because there's stuff festering in it. You got to figure out what is really wrong. Look at somebody and say, figure out what's really wrong. There's a reason why you hate church and truth. There's a reason why you hate, you're allergic to truth. There's a reason why you don't want to be around saved people. Amen. There's a reason why when you get around sinners, you turn into one. There are some underlying issues, but you got to understand when we know how the issue arises, we can stop them from occurring again. So when we know where it's coming from, we can stop it. Amen.
Hey, 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 man. Be proactive about your life. It's important. You don't want to get old with issues. When you get old with issues, you just make that who you are. You see the old lady sitting down in the rocking chair with a spitty can on the side. Been dipping snuff for 70 years. She got old with that. Thinking that, hey, I just, she don't like the way it tastes. All her teeth and gums are gone. The whole bottom jaw register is just gone. And she's still trying to find somewhere to put it. I put it in the side. I don't have all this right here no more. Well, there's a reason you did that. That's, <laughs> that's, amen. But I mean, I had a great grandmama and she dipped snuff like that. And she's just dipping and spitting and spitting and just sitting there spitting and dipping and spitting. And one day, you know, I, I, I had a problem. And my mom, them, they were so scared to take me places. My problem was I would ask anything. I'd comment on anything and they would be on pins and needles. I got paid back with Vicky. Vicky paid me back. She was worse than me. But I would do that. So I'd be sitting there and my mom, I always knew when it was coming because I'd start staring. So I'm sitting there looking. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm working it out. I, it's, it's, it, the wheels start turning. I'm sitting there one day. I said, what? I said, why, why you dip snuff? You know what she said? I don't know. Half your head is gone. I need an explanation. Nothing but tongue and upper. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you don't want a better answer than that? I don't know. What when they ask you when they ask you what happened to your head, I mean what you gonna say? Yeah, I need a better answer than that. But there's a reason she needed that tobacco because there was nicotine. Not nicotine. What's in tobacco? Yeah, nicotine. Nicotine in the tobacco that she was getting out. She just found that way to do it. Some people use cigarettes. Some people use cigars to get a whole lot of it. You know, it's just whatever. They, they just use that. They chew tobacco, whatever. But there is a problem that they are trying to fix with that. Amen. You're not just choosing to smoke cigarettes. There's folks in here that smoke cigarettes. You need to quit smoking. But you can't quit smoking until you find out why you're smoking. Because the minute you quit smoking and smash the package, all oh, these Marlboros. <laughs> no, that's it. Never again, ever. And then a couple of days later, you didn't buy them. You, you said you weren't going to buy them anymore, so now you're bumming. Hey, can I get one of those? <laughs> Feel a little better about it. I didn't buy it. No, there's a reason why, and you need to find the reason. When we know how the issue arises, we can stop it from occurring. Are y'all listening to me? Find out why you need that nicotine to soothe you. Obviously, there's some anxiety issues. There's something that comes up that makes you need to be calmed down. Amen. We ain't going to be ABC members out representing ABC smoking. You're going to stop that in 2017. Amen. Amen. You don't want your breath and teeth and all that. Smoke. And I know none of y'all smoke weed. I just know that. We don't even talk about weed, do we? Well, it's a plant. You eat chocolate, don't you? Chocolate and weed is the same thing. That's what they, that's what they email me and tell me. Yeah, it's a plant. It's a, 
cannabis. Lord have mercy. We just don't do that. We don't smoke weed. We don't smoke nothing. Smoke don't enter us. Amen. Let the smoke of the Holy Ghost get inside of your filthy body. Our goal should be to allow biblical precepts to constitute our handling of all problems and disputes. This is why they try to discredit the word while putting our personal feelings aside. Men discredit the word because they don't want it to constitute how they handle their problems. They don't want to abide by Jesus's laws, so they just say he ain't really the son of God. They don't want to abide by the truth of the word. They discredit Christianity because they don't want to live right. Are y'all listening to me? They say it's the white man. Well, the white man got to live right too. No matter what, the Bible don't mention color. You just got to live right. No matter what color you are. Amen. Following these steps, steps will bring a godly resolution to the matter while laying all arguments to rest. See, that's the thing about it. When the word says it, all arguments are laid to rest. That's why you have to take away people's confidence in the word. Because if you're confident in the word, the word's going to answer everything. Can I say that again? Yeah, the word is, is going to answer it, nail in the coffin, shut it down. So they have to discredit that. Oh, no, I believe in the lost, the lost book of the lizards that roamed Egypt. Well, I'm not reading a book written by lizards. But that's where they're going now. Oh, no, see, you don't understand the Anunnaki that once roamed the, the, the roamed old Egypt. They, these are the real kings, and they wrote the book of the dead. And the, the book of the what? I want to read the book of life. I believe in Jesus Christ. Now, listen, there is a group assembling right now somewhere where you can go with that belief. You take the lizards, the book of the dead, and all that Egyptian foolishness and just go there. In here, what do we believe? We believe in the Bible. We believe Jesus Christ was the son of God. He died for our... Who says that he died for? I know he died for mine. When problems are solved based on the Bible, then it will remain what? Resolved. The Bible will bring resolution to it and it's done. That's why I love the word. 2 Timothy 3 and 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for what? Doctrine. But this is the good one. It's profitable for reproof and for what? correction that's why they don't like it i don't want the word because i don't want to be corrected that's what fatherlessness does it makes people not want to be corrected by fathers they're used to being corrected by women and women are emotional so they'll correct you based on how they're feeling not logic it's logic that is consistent because logic is the sum of an equation it can't be refuted God's logic is his logos, which is his word. Amen? The sum of God's equation is his word. It can't be refuted. So no matter how you feel, the word is going to stay the same. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't change. That's why they don't want it, because times have changed. 
They want to change with the times, but the word doesn't change. Amen. Number three, the third definition of resolution, the passing of a discord into a concord during the course of changing harmony. Sowing discord is a thing that God really hates. So bad behavior and sowing it into other people, meaning you're sowing doubt, you're sowing uh, uh, lack of confidence. You're showing them that what you have confidence in, you shouldn't have confidence in. That's discord. You're telling them, brother, you know, I know you move your family down here and you believe in the message it's preaching, but you really don't know G. Craig like I know him. That's discord. Well, I don't have faith in G. Craig, but I have faith in what he's preaching. Yeah, but how people do that? Leave the church. Damn, brother, see, I love what you preach. Now, the word, this is the truth, what you preaching, but I just can't deal with you. What's, what's wrong with me? I mean, see, man, see, there you go. There you go. You doing it again. What am I doing? See, 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 that, that's it. See, you think you slick. So what, what did I do to you? <laughs> see, see, they do that for real. Because I treat everybody right. I do. I make sure I do. I try to love everyone. I do. But see, what you did, then you find out that what, what happened was I let PJ play the keyboard and didn't call you up to do it. Or I let uh, Sister Dollar lead a song and you had that song on your heart. It's always something like that. That's what it is. I let Sister Ricky stand up in the door and you wanted to stand in the door because you had more peppermints in your purse than anyone ever had. I've been collecting them for years for this position. Don't you see? I wear my Usher badge when I'm at the mall. I don't ever take it off. Folk think my name is Usher. That's what it is. It's always some some opportunity you done kept them from. And like in my mind, I don't I'm not there. I don't know what that is. You know what I'm saying? You, you sitting there feeling some kind of way. I'm just preaching. And then when I pass by you. So, okay. I feel, I feel the spirit of me mug right here. Spirit of me mug is right here. Why is it right here? I don't know. I'm preaching about the Lord and how great he is. And you sitting there. Then I get that text message. Oh, gosh. Man. Get that text message, brother. You know, you know. I just, I have to say this. You know, you, you, you did something that really offended me. What did I do? Hey, remember two years ago with you? No, I don't. I don't remember two. You've been shaking my hand and being my friend. I don't remember two years, and you shouldn't either. But that's discord. That's discord. Whenever somebody tell me that, whenever they come tell me, yeah, yeah, brother, you remember what you did? I know you done told somebody else. I already know you have. I'm not the first. You didn't come directly to me. It's been two years. It's probably on the internet by now. And I don't remember not shaking your hand. I don't remember. See, I, I reached out to get some doubt. And you left me hanging. Brother, I, 
When you sow discord among the brethren, you are a cancer in God's body. And he will take swift action against you. Discord will always infect the person spreading it as well as those that spread it. Spread it too. It causes people to lose faith and hope in God and in his processes. You hear me? Causes people to lose faith in God's processes. Meaning that somebody may be feeling a certain way in here. But it's a process for God to get that out of them and deal with them so that they will come to a resolution with that. They're feeling that way because in their old church, something happened. Y'all understand what I'm saying? So they come in here and they're just like, I don't know about that. I don't know. They're feeling a certain way. You got to let God's process deal with them. But here you come, sister junk. Hmm, I, I noticed that you kind of had a, making that face, you know. Yeah, it's like that in here. Yeah, it's like that in here. Why would you do that? Now what they were feeling is confirmed. You just possibly led someone. I know people that left church, period. I say that in here all the time. ABC is full of last chance folks. This is a lad they're giving church one last chance because they've been so abused spiritually that they don't even want to go no more. They come here with the hope this is my last chance. And then you come and spread discord in them and run them off. You're going to have to pay for that. You're going to have to pay for that. Had a guy in here. He used to go here. And I mean, everyone he talked to backslid from the faith. Spreading stuff. Just stuff that wasn't true. He was mad. Now he won't. Eh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But man, this folk, he didn't turn folks. One guy into a Hebrew Israelite. That was at this church believing the truth, working in this ministry. You think he ain't going to have to pay for that? You're going to pay for it. Causes people to lose faith, hope in God and his, you got to let God's processes go. Man, some folks come in here and they so full of the devil, but I let the process happen. Oh, that's all right. Leave them alone. Let, 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 the, let the word work. That's what it's about. Let's let the word, because it had to work for you, didn't it? Oh, some of y'all was wolverines in the spirit. But you have to let the process take a hold of you. Amen? Let the process take a hold of them. When they first come in here, give them some time. You needed time. Discord can lead people to hell. Turning discord into concord is simply deciding to live harmoniously with others and speak blessings instead of what? Concord. We must be careful what we say and how we handle God's word, his church, and his leaders. The very concord that we exhibit, listen to this, the very concord that we exhibit in the body of Christ and the church is going to saturate our being and cause harmony within our marriages, children, and our physical bodies. Matthew 18 and 7, woe unto the world because of offenses for it must needs be that offenses come but woe to that man by whom people are offended and finally the fourth definition probably the most powerful definition of resolution the conversion of something abstract into another form y'all don't y'all don't even know what this is do you because it's abstract so you can't even make out what it really looks like it's an abstract 
and it needs to it needs to come to a resolution or it needs the resolution enhanced. Y'all understand that, right? When something is abstract, it is easily what? Misunderstood. Oh, I'm about to preach an ABC right now. It is easily misunderstood. To resolve this, it must be converted to a better form so that understanding can be brought to it. Similar to adjusting a photograph or television, when the resolution is adjusted properly, the image can be what? Understood. We must work harder at adjusting how we portray ourselves so that we can be what? Understood. God's word can only work where there is what? understanding what happens when you are hurt when you're young or you're hurt by certain things sometimes you take on that moniker of being misunderstood then you start carrying that like that's who i am they don't understand me don't nobody understand me then you become the misunderstand misunderstood person then you begin to glory in being misunderstood because you're really hiding who you really are so there's no room for improvement if you misunderstood. You just want to be misunderstood. You like that. They don't like me because they don't understand. No, they don't like you because you're a creep. That's what we understand. Nobody likes you because you're not likable. They don't know. They don't understand. I'm just always misunderstood, see, because when I was young, they ain't got nothing to do with that. You are icky. It's that simple. You just, ah. And you need to work on that so folks are like you. Look at that. Not out in the kingdom. We were supposed to be hated. Not by the body of Christ. <laughs> it is time to remove ourselves from the false security of vague ambiguity. Hiding behind a misunderstood you to protect yourself from hurt makes you abstract and incurable. You better come to a resolution of who you are and know who you are. I'm a sinner. I need to be forgiven and I need to repent so that I can be saved. If you don't know that, you can't be saved. You're too abstract. Everybody look and see how all of them look. Ain't nobody looking at you. Why do people think that? Everywhere I go, just eyes, 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 eyes. You <laughs> Misunderstood. They don't understand me. They just don't understand. I get it. I get it. I know. It's everywhere I go. I know if everywhere you go, you're misunderstood, you're abstract. You don't make sense. But you, you don't make sense. You got to make sense. What makes you make sense? Your behavior. Then we'll understand. Then we can pray for you. Y'all, nah, they don't understand me. Just pray for me. We don't know what to pray. We can only be understood when we reveal who we what? Really are. You know, this is a problem that comes when people move to a church. Everybody move, you know, most of the people in here moved here from another location or whatever. So a lot of, not, not a lot, some people decided this was going to be their reboot. So they were going to come here and be a brand new them instead of who they really are. Oh, yeah. Some folks, you know, you thinking one thing and then you get close enough, you be like, you ain't saved. And that's what we're talking about even in this new building. We're going to have a bunch of folks working and walking and all that. Man, you better hear the word. We were just talking about this the other day. I, I've, I've talked to many, many pastors. 
and they security guys and the guys that's with him. And man, he's my right hand man or whatever. And then I go back, go back to town and say, hey, man, what happened to the dude? Oh, he's in prison. Why is he in prison? He killed somebody. He killed somebody. Why did he kill somebody? He wasn't saved. He's been guarding you and never listened to the message. Yeah, that's why musicians and sound men, most of them are crazy. Because they come to church to do a work. Then when the preacher get up to preach, they go downstairs, go around the corner. Something higher. <laughs> that's their rest period when the preacher's preaching. Yeah. Then you see the, the drummer playing for Lady Gaga. And you be trying to figure out, why is he behind Lady Gaga? He wasn't ever saved. He grew up in church, but church never grew up in him. Nobody sit him down and make him listen. Amen. I've had people like that with me, working with me, doing stuff with me. And then one day, he ain't saved. You ain't saved. He been working. He never was listening. I thought you were saved. Folks don't have to be saved. They can act saved. But if you're keeping them busy, it's never going to get in them. That's why we rotate the video crew and all that. Man, you ain't going to sit in the back for several weeks. No, it's my time to go in the back. No, it's not. I need to go in the back. No. You're going to come in here and hear the word. Hey, man, ain't going to be no ABC members in prison. <laughs> he was the head deacon. He's in prison. Always adjusting the air. It's just uh, every five minutes. Oh, man. Yeah, what, let me see. Oh, ain't cold enough. Oh, no. Is it? Dude, will you sit down and listen to the word and quit adjusting the AC? He don't want to hear the word. Fidgeting. It's time to allow God's word to penetrate our self-image and reveal who he truly made us to be amen proverbs 18 24 a man that has friends must what show him the reason you don't have any friends is because you're not friendly anybody that's friendly is gonna have friends amen the reason why you don't have any saved friends is because you're not saved yeah a saved person is gonna have saved friends so something about your witness is not attracting what you are or what you're claiming to be. Summary! 2017 needs to be a year of resolving things. We need to stick to the things that we have purposed in our hearts to resolve and not allow another year to pass without sincerely what? Changing. The enemy loves when we vow to change things and never do. Inconsistency causes us to lose hope and causes us to adopt our issues into our character. Did you hear that? So all them vows and promises, you need to quit doing that. Because every time you do it and don't keep it, you begin to make it a part of who you are. That's just me. Then you lose hope in ever overcoming it because that's just you. This affects our reasoning and judgment so that we never can truly Repent. After all, repenting is not just saying I'm sorry, but it should bring resolution to the issue. True repentance means to turn from it and to what? 
Avoid it. When an issue is resolved, it brings hope for all other issues in our lives to be settled. Let's make 2017 a year of overcoming these tough obstacles so that our resolutions can finally, once and for all, be fulfilled. Whatever your lips have said in Deuteronomy 23 and 23, see that you do it. For you, look at somebody and say you. You're the one that gave your word freely to the Lord, your God. You did that. So whatever your lips have said, see that you do it. Everyone stand to your feet. It's unbelievable. We thought 12 was going to be it, did we? Some of y'all still have rations and water bottles and tuna cans. You thought that was it. So today would be a great start for these four principles to do these four things, these four definitions of resolution. And I had the chicken in there. But the four definitions of resolution, amen, it's good. So that we can put ourselves in position to really be blessed of God this year. God spoke something to me the other day, and I'm going to close, but he spoke something to me the other day and let me know that the reason why people aren't getting what they're asking him for is they're not doing what he's required. That's simple. God put something in front of you. ABC, a mandate on your life. You're hearing this message. You're hearing these words, and yet you're still retaining a part of yourself, and not giving that to God. But you, you, you need something from him. You really need something from him. I mean, you need him like yesterday. But your hand is closed. You can't even open it to receive it because you're holding something. There's a part of your character. There's a part of you that God wants to remove because it's blocking you from being what he wants you to be. But you won't let it go. Thus, you can't get what you're asking him for. He requires that. The hardest thing, he requires that. He always wants that. Because that's going to prove that you really want it from him. So what you really want from God is only going to come when you give up that that you don't want to let go of. Everyone bow your heads. 2017 has to be the year that you say, you know what? I've heard pastors say it. I've heard them preach it. And I've just been disagreeing with it. And Well, I don't, that ain't me. That's no part of me. I just don't agree. And you've been saying that for four, five, six years, some of you. But that thing you want from God, you won't get. He won't give it to you because you're seeing a man preach. And it's, a, it's God saying it. It's time for change. To bring resolution, to resolve it so that you can get what it is that you really, really need from God. Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for this word. We thank you, Lord, for another year that wasn't promised. We thank you, Lord, even though our calendar is not your calendar, but this is the time we suggest that it is the beginning of the year or the beginning of our astrological linear year. We thank you, Lord, for giving us this year, 365 days, even though it seemed like 150, 
365 days, another cycle of life for us in the earth. We thank you, Lord, for that. But God, we don't want this year to be the same as last year. There are things that we want changed, things we want resolved, things we want to be brought to resolution. I pray right now for me and everyone else in here, Lord, that you would help us in these areas, the areas where we need to improve, the areas where we need to let go so that this can be a better year of living a saved life, living a clean life, living a life that pleases you, Lord. Those things that we call character flaws or character issues, remove them, Lord, and help us, God, to bring them to resolution so that this year will be better than any other year and you will get the glory and honor for our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124 or donate online at www.exministries.com. Dot com.